Welcome to In Conversation, the podcast from Creative Coverage that focuses on artists and their practice. I'm Tim Saunders, and today I'm joined by the award-winning weaver, Margaret Jones. Your focus is tapestry weaving. What led you to specialise in this particular area? Well, tapestry was actually a bit of a surprise to me. I've always worked in textiles, and as a child I was bought tapestry kits which of course were actually needlepoint um, and then about 10 years ago I had a bit of a midlife crisis and decided I was fed up with what I was doing and the time had come to go back and actually do the sort of art education which I'd never done in my late teens and 20s so I joined the um, foundation course that they do at Westine College and so I chose lots of textile courses and I thought, oh, gosh, this is tapestry weaving. I've never done it. I suppose I ought to do it. And I can tell you, I did that first day of that course on the 8th of December 2010 and was totally, totally focused on tapestry from that moment. I instinctively understood it completely. And yes, I'm sure I could probably do painting and, you know, work with oils and watercolours and the like. But I just think why I could be a really mediocre painter, whereas I can actually be quite a good tapestry weaver. OK, so to those of us who are completely unfamiliar with weaving, what does it involve and how do you do it? Right. I work on a big, big frame, which is made out of scaffolding poles. And unlike the stuff which is normally called tapestry, which, as I say, is needlepoint, where you um, stitch onto a canvas, the tapestries I make are made in exactly the same way as the big medieval tapestries that you see in the National Trust houses. So they're made with warp and weft. So I put my warp on, which are the um, threads that go up and down, and then I weave the weft in left to right and right to left to make pictures. And the difference between that and cloth weaving is that I beat my coloured weft down so hard that you can't see the white warp threads. So you get a complete picture in cloth. In fact, what I, what I do is I work in quite a traditional way, as I say, it goes right back to medieval times. And I work with a cartoon behind my work. So I have the image that I want to weave and I it's it's usually been cobbled together in with a bit of drawing a bit of collage a bit of photoshop and then I I know what colors I want wear and I draw the outlines on a large piece of paper and those outlines that black and white outline goes behind the warp threads so it's called a cartoon and then I know what color finishes where and that sort of thing what if you make a mistake? You have to undo it. And it's simple as that. Yep. You either live with it or you undo it. And I have had to undo day's work in the past. Because oh, how soul destroying. You, you get up the next morning and you look at it and you think, that's not right. And you think, can I live with that? And, and then sometimes you think, this is going to take me six months to weave. Do I really want to have that bit glaring at me when it's finished? I'd rather undo a day's work than have to live with something that I really don't like because that bit didn't work for me. Yeah, I suppose it's all part of that creative journey. Yeah. 
So what would you say has been your greatest achievement? Um, I won the Cordish Showcase Prize, which was, I was so chuffed about that. Um, the Cordis is a big tapestry prize in Edinburgh, which they run every few years. And the one, the second year, I think it was, they did a sort of a smaller prize for people who were just finishing college and weren't quite professional yet. So I, I put a piece of work in for that and I won that prize. I was so pleased. Um, and then the other thing that I'm so proud of is being a Quest Scholar. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> the Queen Elizabeth Scholarship Trust um, give scholarships to people who uh, want to tra train or further their training into a particular area. And I ended up going to Westdean College to do three years as a full time student and ended up with a Master of Fine Arts qualification. And Westdean College is a private college, so you can't get student grants or student loans or anything to go there. So I had to find all the funding because I didn't I don't have that sort of money lying around. It's quite expensive. Mm. Um, so in my last year for my last term, I got a grant from the Queen Elizabeth Scholarship Trust to pay for that. And the lovely thing about Quest is they don't just give you the money and wave you goodbye. You're always a Quest scholar. So since then, I've been in one of I've been one of the featured artists of um, the best of British craftsmanship and that sort of thing. And it's quite tricky because I see myself as an artist and they fund craft. Mm -hmm. But, you know, tapestry weaving is on that strange cusp. And to some people that matters and to some people it doesn't. I mean, I people, you know, said to me, you know, you're you're what was it, 52 when I started the three years and and you're getting on a bit sort of thing. And and do you really want to do this? It's such a lot of hard work. And yes, the course itself was hard work because I'd never done higher education. I left school just with O level. So I hadn't even done A level. So that was a bit of a, a steep learning curve yeah. for me. But on top of that, I worked just as hard trying to get the funding to stay there for three years. Mm. It, it is tough out there. And as you say, with all the stuff, the COVID stuff and the recession that I think we're going into, the arts are going to be way down the list of things that, that are going to be supported. And how are you coping with the environment at the moment? Um, I'm, I'm coping wonderfully because I like a lot of artists I, I spend a lot of time sitting in my studio on my own um weaving or you know other artists sit in their studio painting so mm. and because my work takes quite a long time to produce like the piece I'm doing at the minute I started it about two months ago and I'll probably finish it mid to end of February so I work on very long time scales anyway so to be perfectly honest Covid hasn't really impacted me at all. In fact, it's probably caused me to stay in the studio longer. So this latest piece might get finished a bit quicker. <laughs> Very good. And are you able to tell me a bit more about this current piece? Um, the current piece I'm weaving is um, it's going. It's not just a flat piece to hang on the wall. It's going to be hopefully, hopefully it will work work because it is a bit of a leap in the dark it's going to be a three-dimensional piece of work when I was at college I started weaving um, three-dimensional pods and spheres mm. um, which is all very well but when you've woven this sort of 
circular ball of tapestry without any stitching in it to hold it together you sit back and you think well what next and I've been trying for a long time to think what next and this is my what next so it's at the moment it's two and a half meters wide um, but that's going to be turned through 90 degrees so it will be a large sort of figure slightly anthropomorphic figure which is going to be standing it'll have to be held up on some sort of tailor's dummy type thing mm -hmm. and i've also been looking at doing a sound installation to go with it difficult to explain think of a well, large i think you've cow. done a very good job i, I can envisage that yeah so it's sort of quite a large cowled figure mm. is how it's going to look hopefully well good luck i hope it goes well for you <laughs> thank you i think i might need it <laughs> and i wonder what type of sound you will produce have you any um, idea the sounds at the moment um i've just recently done the first run through of the sound file to go with it and it's very sort of quite primeval sort of sounds like the one sound that is constant through it is a very slow heartbeat mm -hmm. um and then there's a bit of um i got my didgeridoo out I used to play um in a band in my youth right. and um i did think oh what i need on this is a didgeridoo sound and a friend of mine said who used to play in the band with me said can you still play the didgeridoo and i said yes of course i can and then of course i got it out and my lip had gone completely so i've had to have, have to do a bit of practice on that because mm -hmm. i was wondering about doing um something with lights to go with this piece you know weaving um leds into the piece but actually in the long run the thing that i kept coming back to was the sound because i want something slightly a slight mystical feel about this piece so I felt sound would work much better than light. And do you plan to exhibit it? Well, I'm going to enter it into, I mentioned earlier, the Cordis Prize in Scotland. And there's another um, one next year, next spring. Um, but of course, it's juried. So I will put it into the jury. But whether it gets through or not, I don't know. We'll have to see. That must be another challenge for you because your pieces are quite large and, you know, especially with with the one you're working on at the moment. Um, does transport cause an issue for you? Yes. Yes, it certainly does. Um, I was invited to exhibit in Canada the beginning of last year and it turned out that it would be cheaper to actually buy a plane ticket and take the work to Canada and then come back home again than it was to send it by by an art carrier my goodness it was so, i mean canada seems to be particularly expensive but did, yeah. did you do that or not, um, not bother? i was going to but then unfortunately my husband was very ill so in the end i just chucked it in the post and kept my fingers crossed <laughs> and did it arrive it did arrive yes oh. um but yeah there's there's a lot of just putting it in giving it to parcel force and keeping your fingers crossed yeah. the only thing i would say is that you know tapestry weaving is a slow art and people always say oh it must take you forever you must be so patient but i'm not patient i'm one of the most impatient people in the world but i'm just really really obsessed with tapestry weaving <laughs> 
Oh, it's lo- lovely to hear your, your story and to find out more about you. Well, thank you.